Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of Making Moves. I missed you guys. I know it's only been a week, but... It has been fun chatting it up with y'all, solo dolo. And y'all seem to be loving it, so I'm going to give you what you want, I guess. That's what we're doing. Another solo. I do have some exciting guests coming up, but I feel like I'm going to start doing solos more. I don't know. Let me know in the comments below or the reviews if you like the solos, if you like the guests, or who you would want to see on this show. I actually was just a guest on Maggie and Emma McDonald's podcast called Love You Bye um, before this. So definitely go check it out. I will try and link it in the YouTube description below. By the way, if you're not watching us on YouTube, you should definitely do that because you can see my face and it's just better. Speaking of my face, yesterday I got my eyebrows laminated, tinted and waxed and that's why they are an abnormally dark color. They're not normally this dark. I'm just not allowed to get water on these puppies for another couple of hours, 24 hours total. So that's why they're so dark and look a little bad. So if you are watching me on YouTube, you are going to be seeing my weird ass eyebrows and ignore them. I keep saying in my vlog today, which by the way, you should subscribe to my YouTube vlog channel. I look like that guy from Ted Lasso that's like, used to be the player and is now the coach. I'm forgetting his name, but he has the really dark, bushy eyebrows. <laughs> That's literally me right now. And I'm conveniently wearing this sporty and rich X Adidas shirt. And it looks like I'm a soccer player. Like I belong in Ted Lasso right now. It's fine. We're vibing and thriving. Speaking of Ted Lasso, I've only watched the first episode. Is it good? Let me know in the comments. I need to keep it up. I guess I want to start off with like a little life update on just, you know, what's going on currently. And then we can dive into the nitty gritty of what I actually want to talk about just to give you a 411 on what I am going to be talking about. If you want to fast forward to those parts, I'm going to be doing a little life update and then we're going to be talking about how to be the best plus one because I feel like I have this on lock because I've been a plus one to a gazillion things and then I also have had a plus one to a gazillion things and I feel like I know exactly what it entails to be the perfect plus one. So we're gonna talk about that and I'm gonna talk about my summer bucket list. We're gonna tweak it as we go. So looking forward to getting to those juicy topics but for now, let's start with a life update. So right now it is May. Third, yesterday was my brother's 24th birthday, which is insane. It's the only time of the year where he's now only a year younger than me when really it's almost two. But he's 24, I'm 25. It always scares me when he turns another year older because that means I'm about to turn another year older in like five seconds, which is terrifying. I'm going to be 26, but I'm not going to lie to y'all. I am ready to be out of my 25th year. The second half has been great, but first half, I don't want to go through that again. I want it signed, sealed, delivered, gone. I want to move forward. <laughs> I'm sure you can relate if you are about to approach 25 or you are 25 or you just went through it. Um, the quarter life crisis is real. If you're going through a quarter life crisis or you feel like you're about to, definitely recommend checking out my quarter life crisis episodes because as y'all know, we have covered that situation multiple times and I'm still talking about it because I feel like I'm still recovering from it. Anyway, yeah, yesterday was his birthday. Sadly, he is in Indiana right now doing some work stuff. So he is with his friends and he went to a wedding and stuff, which I'm sure was a blast. And he's going to Chicago this weekend, which will be a blast. But I'm excited for him to come back here because I have missed him. I feel like people have been asking, like, where's Phil? Where's Phil in the vlogs? Where's Phil? Phil has been out of town. And also, I've been out of town. So I feel like I haven't seen him dead ass in a month. Um, and, you know, he's like my bestie. So I was bummed because 
Ash and Alicia are out of town right now and they are in Tokyo. So Ashley's boyfriend and Phil and I, we're going to go on a hike together because last week Ashley and Jackson and I went on a hike. We went to this special spot in Griffith, which if you don't live in Los Angeles, Griffith is like a massive park. There's the Griffith Observatory and then there's also a bunch of hiking trails and there's like it's like a common place where people go and have picnics, but it's so big that I had never been to like this part of Griffith. So we did a hike. Um, there's like a gazillion hikes you can do in Griffith. One of them being behind the Hollywood sign, which by the way, you should definitely do. It's hard. But this one we did on Sunday was also hard. I'm not even kidding you. I think we walked like six miles and um, it was definitely doable, but it's more on the moderate to challenging side of things. It's I would not put easy in this hike description. But it was so rejuvenating, like being outside. I was hungover, getting some real vitamin D, catching up with Ash and Jackson. Like genuinely, it reminded me how great hikes are for catching up with your friends, but also getting a good workout in. And it's just something about being outside when the weather is nice hits so different. And as we all know, Los Angeles has been going through quite the breakup. I don't know with who, but she's been crying and raining quite a bit this winter. I think it's rained the most this year than it ever has in Los Angeles. I think I saw that somewhere, probably on TikTok. Reliable sources only here on Making Moves. But I had the best time and it reminded me how much I love hiking. So the girls are out of town and Jackson was like, TK, should we go on the hike while they're gone? And I was like, fuck yeah. And he was like, let's invite Phil. And I was like, oh, that'll be awesome. And now Phil's going to Chicago. So instead I invited my other two friends, which are a couple. I'm like, I wanna, I need a man to go on a hike with me. Maybe I should invite one of my hinge like prospects. <laughs> I just invite them on like a triple date. One of the couples is married. One of the guys, his girlfriend's out of town. Like that would be a crazy sight to see. But how fun. And then I could really test his athleticism. You know, seeing if he's way ahead of me. Can he keep up? That would be a red flag if he couldn't keep up. I'm sorry. On the hike. Like I should be the one not being able to keep up. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, the hike was awesome and I'm looking forward to my hike again on Sunday, which I kind of got in my head. Maybe I'll just make this a thing and invite everyone, like throw it on my close friends. Like, Hey guys, going on a hike, blah, 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 blah. That's something I do that like, obviously you guys don't see because I can't put all of y'all on my close friends, even though I would love to do that. But typically use close friends for things like this. Like I'll be like, hey, is anyone going to this event and you want to go together? Or hey, I'm going to this workout class from this time to this time if anyone wants to join or whatever. It's kind of like a, I guess it's the same idea as putting like a flyer up in your building's elevator where it kind of gives you the 411 on what's going on that week and what you can join or if the community is having a little shindig. It's like that, but on my close friends and it's on Instagram. So maybe I'll put a feeler out on my Instagram, see if anyone bites. That's also how I book a lot of guests for things is I use my close friends. That would be such an interesting episode, like what's actually on my close friends and like breaking down everything. I feel like I don't put anything too drama or tea related. Like sometimes I'll put my hinge conversations on there because it's just fucking hilarious. Some of the times, <laughs> some of the things I say or they say that needs to be shared with my like real life friends. So yeah, looking forward to the hike, even though Phil isn't going to be there, which I'm bummed about, but he will be here next week. And I'm kind of like, should we throw him on a crossover episode? I feel like that would be fun. I can't believe he's 24. I feel like 24 was one of the best years of my life. And I hope the same is for him, especially because I don't know, when you move to LA, even though he's so lucky with all the people that, you know, I've introduced him to or just friends of mine have introduced him to. And, you know, my friends have definitely welcomed him in, which is such a lucky thing because I did not have that when I moved here. But it still is hard finding your own friends and like finding people that are similar to you outside of, you know, my bubble, because as close as we are, 
he obviously wants his own friend group and I want him to have his own friend group as well. So I hope that he really blossoms in that category in his 24th year. Does anyone else have any May birthdays who's listening? I think Phil's a Taurus, which I have no idea what that means, but slay. I feel like I don't know that many Tauruses now that I'm thinking about it. So yeah, last weekend I laid by the pool. It was the first time I've used my pool in forever and it felt amazing. Like you guys, I went to the pool and I read, this is so embarrassing to admit, I read It Ends With Us by Colleen Hoover. First of all, I'm so behind into like, I feel like anything Colleen Hoover is just so predictable and I want to be like mysterious and cool. But at the end of the day, I'm a basic bitch. I, it's so good. I'm not done with it. I think I have like 20 more pages, which is insane that I didn't finish it last night. I so badly wanted to, but I was so exhausted. So I'm going to finish it tonight. I'm genuinely looking forward to it. I can't remember the last time, if ever, I've had a book that I'm like, I can't wait to read that tonight. I don't think a book has ever made me feel that way. Definitely shows have, but this book lives rent-free in my head and I'm so excited to see how it ends because I know people have cried. We'll see if I cry. Stay tuned for that. Thank you so much to Apartments.com for sponsoring this episode of Making Moves. Apartments.com believes a dishwasher does more than just clean plates. It turns your whole place into a time machine by turning the time you would have spent washing dishes into extra time for you. That could mean more time to read, more time to knit, or more time to contemplate the vastness of time itself. With Apartments.com, finding somewhere to live with an elusive dishwashing slash time-expanding device is easy. Apartments.com hosts the most rental listings with over 1 million available units. And with comprehensive search tools and instant alerts, you never have to worry about missing out on the perfect place. To find whatever you're searching for and more, visit Apartments.com, the place to find a place. The one thing that has kept me sane throughout the 75 hard challenge, and more importantly, has kept me hydrated the most, is liquid IV. Y'all, when I tell you, I literally crave liquid IV. Like the lemon lime flavor lives rent-free in my head. First of all, it just always quenches my thirst, but it is perfectly sour and has that tangy taste to it. And it's just so good. Like a nice cold, crisp glass of liquid IV. Oh my gosh. Sounds so good. Whether you hydrate to live or live to hydrate, Liquid IV quenches your thirst faster than water alone with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks, plus eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness, all in a single sugar-free stick. So I actually just taste tested all of the flavors for you guys, the pear, the white peach, the green grape, and the lemon lime. And I have to tell you, I still think lemon lime is my favorite. (laughs) But my second favorite is green grape. And then my third favorite, believe it or not, is pear. I'm actually shocked by how much I like pear. And then in fourth place for me was the white peach. My favorite thing about Liquid IV is how convenient it is, especially because I am always on the go. I am booked and busy, and I'm sure you guys are too. So being able to pack it so easily in a purse or a carry-on or whatever the case is, like my work bag, I always have a Liquid IV in there because throughout my day, I get so thirsty and nothing truly satisfies my thirst craving other than a Liquid IV. Like it is so good. I literally want to make one right now. And listen, drinking water is great. Like I've been drinking so much water while doing the 75 hard challenge, but one stick of liquid IV in 16 ounces of water hydrates you way better than water alone. And I love it because I feel like it actually revives me. And the best part about it is that there's no artificial sweeteners and zero sugar. However you hydrate, grab your liquid IV hydration multiplier, sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco, or get 20% off your first order when you go to liquidiv.com and use code TK at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code TK at liquidiv.com. On Saturday, I think I did one of the hardest F45 workouts I've ever done. You guys, I am so obsessed with F45 right now. The group workout class, first of all, is just so fun. But F45 specifically, I just, I love the people that go. I love the workouts. They're always so hard and challenging, but doable. And I can feel myself making progress in the gym with like upping my weights, upping my reps, 
upping the time, upping the meters, like whatever it is. So I'm looking forward to going to more classes this week. Unfortunately, I haven't been to one yet. And I was going to go tonight, but I'm getting a facial today. And that means I can't get my face like super sweaty afterwards. Like maybe I'll go for a long walk. I don't know. We're going to we're going to cross that bridge when we get there. Oh, that's another thing. I feel like I have been getting a lot of comments or compliments lately, which I'm so grateful for about my skin, which thank you so much. I've really been working on it. The three things that have been the biggest game changers for my skin, unfortunately, have been the medication my dermatologist prescribed me. I don't know what vibe I was on last year, last summer, when I decided, I think my birth control ran out and I like didn't want to go back to the gyno because I just was like too busy and never planned it to go back to get a prescription or whatever. And bro, that made my skin act up like I thought I was gonna just be like oh slay like I'm off birth control you shouldn't be on birth control that long nope I will never be doing that again slay love birth control I will be staying on it my skin and also then I don't have to worry as much about other things you know so the birth control made a huge difference I would recommend asking your doctor what they recommend for acne because there's certain ones that really do help with acne. And then I'm on two other medications, one of them being spironolactone for my skin. So definitely go to your dermatologist if you can tell the breakouts aren't anything you're able to control. I feel like if it's something you can control, like with facials and stuff, then you don't really need the medication. But if it's like you can tell it's on your cheeks and chin, that's typically hormonal, which I've learned. Yeah, that the medications have been the biggest game changer. The other things that have helped in addition to the medications, which they definitely didn't make my acne go away, but they helped a little, are one, facials on the regular, which I know is a huge kind of commitment uh, as far as like spending your money and time. Like it's annoying. Also, it's annoying because tonight and tomorrow my face is going to be red and I'm going to have... You know, it's just it's like a stupid thing to complain about, but it is slightly annoying, but it definitely is worth it. That has made a big difference as far as like now I feel like the hormonal acne is gone. Now I have just normal people acne um, and the facials really helped nip that in the bud and prevent from the hormonal acne acting up. So if you can, I would recommend trying to get a facial maybe like once a month or something. I try and get them as regularly as possible, like once a month. Or if my skin is really acting out, obviously I try and book one. But there was a time in my life where I was unable to do that because it was too expensive. Luckily, I have found a esthetician who I adore. Her name's Silvana Miracle Skin Organics. I don't even know the exact name, but her name's Silvana. You can look her up. I'll link her website down below. And I use all of her products, specifically the Clear Retinol Serum that has helped my acne a ton. Um, I definitely recommend checking that out. And then there's this clay mask that is the spot treatment I put on active acne to this day. Um, when I get, I put it on last night. And you've probably seen my vlogs when I wake up and I have like white spots all over me. It's because that is the earth clay mask or whatever that I put on the spots and that has been a game changer as well the products and then the facials and then of course the medication but there was a time where I couldn't afford the facials on the regular so even if you can go once every six months save up for it um, I definitely recommend or once a year whatever you can do I recommend because there's nothing like investing in your skin I am bringing someone to Italy with me as my plus one. Being in this space, you get invited to cool shit. That's just a fact. And normally, like, taking someone as a plus one to Italy would be obviously a huge deal, which it is. But because in the past, I've been able to take guys to really cool things before, it's not as big of a deal as I guess it usually would be. So I am excited, but I'm not, like, freaking out bananas. But I am indeed putting in the maintenance right now as far as getting my skin in check. I will be getting my nails in check. 
I am going to the gym because I want to look hot in Italy and I want to feel my best. And like I said, I'm getting my personality back. It's just things are coming together. And this Italy trip is great motivation in addition to wanting to just feel my best. So I recommend if you're feeling a little off right now, maybe plan a fun trip. It doesn't have to be crazy to Italy. It could be a weekend getaway. Plan a fun thing with a hot daddy. <laughs> and that'll motivate you. Nothing motivates you like a crush. <laughs> Winking at my last episode. Definitely check out that episode. It's a good one. Oh, I went to the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 premiere. Crazy bananas. I was a plus one. Um, I was Alicia's plus one. First of all, Chris Pratt, hot, love, slay. Bradley Cooper, hot, love, slay. Yeah, the movie was great. It was really sad, but it was great. I love Guardians of the Galaxy. I feel like it might be my favorite franchise out of all the Marvel. I do like Avengers and I do like Iron Man. Oh, and I do like Black Panther. I, I'm like, am I a Marvel girly? I guess I just don't call myself a Marvel girly in comparison to Ash and Alicia because they're insane and like know all the interconnections. But I feel like to the average Joe, I know a lot of Marvel shit. Me just not having this realization. Okay, word. Um, but Guardians I love because I feel like you can jump in at any time and enjoy the movie. Like the soundtrack's really good. The characters are awesome. It was so fun going to the premiere because basically you can't just like go to the premiere. You have to get invited. The only reason I got invited is because I was Alicia's plus one. And the way you get invited to premieres is basically through a publicist. Unless you like somehow are affiliated with the film or sometimes influencers get invited because they're like doing a brand deal with the film to promote it. So they're going to the premiere to get a photo and, you know, promote going to the movie, et cetera. But in this case, Alicia's publicist, I think, booked this premiere, which if you don't know what a publicist is, that's like a whole podcast for another day. But essentially, a publicist is someone that is hired on your team to get your name out there and you pay them a monthly fee, which is crazy because some publicists, dead ass you guys, I'm not even kidding, are like $10,000 a month. $10,000 a month. Is that not insane? Some of them are like 5K. I feel like that's like around the cheapest. I don't have a publicist simply because I don't want to pay that. But it really does help people get their name out there. And I don't know, it's good for when you're in this industry, especially when you're coming out with something. So like, for instance, if I came out with my own lip gloss, I would probably hire a publicist for the launch of that to help get the lip gloss launch in a magazine or help me get interviews so the public can like help you get on really big podcasts or they can pitch you to be in the magazines or on a magazine cover or they can get you invited to really cool events like an Oscars party or you know the Met Gala after party or just random shit honestly that's cool so Alicia's publicist I'm pretty sure got us invited to this Marvel premiere and it's always fun when I get to go because another thing in this industry that is so silly and stupid but cool is when you walk the red carpet, you get a Getty photo, which is good for your overall, I guess, brand. Basically, there's Getty photographers there on the red carpet taking your photos. And if they get a good photo of you, they will upload it in hopes that a magazine or someone who wants to use that photo will buy the photo from them. So if you go on Getty.com and you type in like Alicia Marie or Taylor King or whatever, all the photos from all the red carpets or whatever that we've been on are on there and people can buy them for like $500 or whatever. Let's say Us Weekly wanted to do like a fashion segment on Jenna Aniston. They could buy a photo from her latest red carpet on Getty. And that's how the Getty photographers make money. But what's interesting is when you're a small influencer like I am, you never know. It's kind of scary going on the red carpet because the photographers care way less about you than they would like Chris Pratt or Bradley Cooper or anyone who's on the cast because several magazines and publications are going to be buying those photos because obviously it's Chris Pratt, the movie's coming out, et cetera, versus why the heck would they buy my photo? But I'm... 
a lucky duckling here because the fact that I even get to go and be on the carpet and then potentially get my photo taken is cool. And the publicist's job is to be with the talent as they're going. And they have like a little piece of paper that says the talent's name. So the photographer will always take a photo of the card that has their name on it and then the talent so that they can upload the photo with your name. So it's all attached. I'm like, let me know if you want me to do a BTS of all of that, because it's like something that I learned along the way, which is crazy. And then life hack. I've actually heard of this before. I've never done it. Maybe I will one day when I feel like I need to be a bigger deal, I guess. But I've heard of talent before going to a red carpet, getting their Getty photo and then buying their own Getty photo so that the photographer realizes, oh, so-and-so wants to buy this photo of TK. I should look out for her next time to take more photos and give her more options so people can buy that, if that makes any sense. That's how the world of PR works, at least for a premiere. But we got to go to the after party. The best part, honestly, was... I would say watching the movie and eating popcorn. <laughs> um, it was so fun, like hanging out, having a girl's night. Like how cool, how lucky are we? Thursday night, Hollywood. Like what gets more Hollywood than that? I'm in a nice tight black dress. My tits were to my neck. Um, I was thriving. I borrowed one of Alicia's dresses from House of CB and that thing snatched me. It felt amazing. And... It made me want to go to more cool, nice events and galas and things because I had so much fun getting ready for it. For this particular red carpet, I got my hair done at Dry Bar really early in the day around like noon and the event wasn't till like six. And then I did my own makeup, which I have been so proud of myself, you guys. I feel like I've been slaying doing my own makeup specifically for these big events if I take the time, I really think I know what looks good on my face. And I've been practicing a lot with my eyes because that's where I feel like I'm scared to take risks and I don't really know what I'm doing. But I've been watching more tutorials. I really should have Alexis Oakley teach me how to do a smoky eye the right way. Like I do it myself and she tells me what to do. I don't know. There may or may not be a video coming. Anyway, I was so proud of the way I did my makeup and my hair kind of fell out. Like I, I didn't love the way Drybar did it, but I fixed it and I feel like I slayed that too. Like I gave it lots of volume. You can definitely check out the photos from the premiere on my Instagram at TK's Juicy Polls or check out all the TikToks I made because I made a gazillion. But it was so fun getting ready for it. And I don't know, it was the first time in forever. This is going to sound ridiculous that I had a blast actually taking my time getting ready because I don't know that I've ever had time to get ready for something fancy like that. It sounds stupid to complain about, but it's so frustrating when you're like last minute trying to do everything and then you don't love the way you look and then you spend all this time and money getting ready and then you hate the photo and you don't even want to post it. It's just like it's stupid first world problem stuff to complain about. But I feel like I nailed the hair and makeup this time, which made me just way more confident even going into the red carpet thing. Because let's be honest, I don't know what the fork I'm doing. I don't know how to pose. I don't know how to, you know, slay the camera like JLo does. This time it was actually an enjoyable experience and I'm so grateful I got to go because how freaking cool. Moving right along, I wanted to share something that I thought was funny that happened last week. My brother and our best friend, Nate Sapal, we just call him Sapal, have a group chat and it's called Brothers because they both are basically like my brothers. Phil just sends out of nowhere a shared note in our group chat and it says every day. And basically he has bullet points of things Sapal and I need to accomplish every day. And he does indeed have a list for himself. So I wanted to talk about the list because I think it's so cute and funny. Basically, for the boys, it says they need to do 200 push-ups, 10 minutes of abs, 7-minute stretch, and 10K steps. And for me, everything is the same except I only have to do 50 push-ups a day instead of 200. 200 is absurd. 50 is what I'm vibing and thriving with. So when I got this text, I was like, oh, God, like, I already work out all the time, blah, blah, blah. I don't know what changed in me. I was like, let me just try this. 
I feel like I'm the only one out of the group that's actually doing it. Every day I go through, I check it. I've been doing the 50 push-ups a day. I've been doing the 10 minute abs. Bro, I love it. It's like, it's so easy if you actually set your mind to it. All you have to do is start with 10 push-ups each time. Like it's very rare when I actually do like 20 in a row or 30 in a row, which I don't even know if I can do 30 push-ups in a row. I feel like I could definitely do 20, 30 pushing it. I don't know. 50 push-ups could be a lot to some of you. To me, I'm used to doing 100 a day. So 50 feels very doable, but I haven't done the 100 in forever. So I was like, let me just start with this. And then maybe next week I can up it to 75. So I'll keep you guys posted, but I've been doing about 10 push-ups every time I get the chance to. Like I'll just be walking around, like going to the bathroom in my apartment and then dropping down, doing 10, dropping down, doing 20. I feel it in my arms too. It feels so good. And I don't really know if it's doing much, but it's doing something. And consistency is what's key here. Same with the abs. I used to get so sore after I did this 10 minute ab thing. Actually, it's eight minute abs that I do on YouTube. I just look up the eight minute abs on YouTube. It's the video from the 80s. Y'all, you will feel it. But because I did it consistently for a week, I'm like, okay, this isn't as bad. I can definitely do this. And if it's late at night, 10 p.m., bro, it's 10 minutes. Like you can just drop down, do your 10 minute apps. It's so easy. So that's been something I've been really into. And it's fun because every day I look to see like who's accomplished what throughout the day. I haven't even done 10 pushups yet. So I'm going to have to pick it up in the second half of my day. However, it's been quite fun and motivating because... I love having people hold me accountable. I struggle holding myself accountable. I definitely can do it, but it's so much easier having a friend or a buddy to just like celebrate the wins with you and help you get through the tough times. So that's something I'm, I've known about myself, but I'm trying to embrace more. Like, okay, if I struggle with going to the gym or if I've been struggling waking up early, which that's something I've been struggling with, waking up early, then I should probably text one of my friends and be like, hey, this week, can we text each other when we wake up and, you know, motivate each other? Let's get into the meat and potatoes of today's episode, which is how to be a great plus one. In fact, how to be the best plus one out there. I feel like when you graduate high school and really college, this is when the word plus one becomes, I guess, a regular word in my vocabulary. It really developed when I got more into the YouTube scene and I got invited to a lot of events and I was becoming someone's plus one. And now I feel like I say it literally every day because there's always something going on that I either need to bring a plus one to or I'm going to be their plus one for. And especially in your later 20s when all of your friends start getting married, that's when the plus one word really, I feel like, is introduced to everyone else's vocabulary that isn't in this industry. So let's talk about it. Weddings, events, trips, work, parties, galas, etc. You need a plus one. Who are you going to take? What makes a great plus one? Also, what makes a great date? Like what makes you as a plus one say yes? In college, a lot of you, I'm sure, had date parties. But this is different because a plus one feels like sometimes it's not necessarily a date. I think it depends on the event or the thing that you're going to. Let's talk about it. I'm not going to be humble here. I feel like I'm, I know for a fact I'm a great plus one (laughs) and I'll tell you why. I've learned over the years what it takes to be a great plus one. And the reason I know I'm a great plus one is because the same damn people at the beginning that were inviting me four or five years ago are still inviting me. And then also I feel like on top of that, I'm always getting invited as someone's plus one to something because they know I'm a good plus one. I truly feel like I've mastered what being a great plus one means, what it entails, and I want to share it with you guys so y'all can get invited to cool shit or weddings or whatever and live your best plus one life. Because let me tell you, there is nothing better than being a plus one. I would much rather be a plus one than be the main character. And let me tell you why. Really in any setting, if you're the main character, there's way more pressure on you because everyone's like, oh, they know you wherever you're going. They're like, who did they bring and why and what's going on? Because whoever you bring is a direct reflection of you. 
So if you're the plus one, you need to be a great reflection of that person. And it's weird because I went from being like everyone's plus one to now being able to invite people as my plus one. And it's interesting being on this side of things where it's like, okay, who would I want to invite to this and why would they be a good option? Because there's a bunch of little things that they need to check off in my head. Let's talk about them. One being, I guess in a work setting, is they need to be good at taking photos, (laughs) okay? I'm constantly thinking like, okay, if I'm invited to this Chargers game and I have to get a photo, could they take it of me? If not, will there be someone else there that could take a photo of me and not get annoyed by it? That's the thing with guys that's scary. Girls are always down to take the photos as a plus one. When I, I'm taking a guy, it slightly turns me off a little thinking if they would throw a fit if they had to take a photo of me because I'm like, how dare you throw a fit? You're my plus one. The only reason you're here is because of me. So that's one thing I consider, the taking of the photos, which I think if you're not even in this industry, a great plus one takes great photos. They take behind the scenes content, not in like a weird influencer creator way. I'm just thinking like to capture the trip as a normal human would like to, whether it's never going to make the Instagram or not. Someone that captures the trip candidly and isn't annoying is a great plus one. That's number one. Number two is you need to know your role as the side character. You are not the main character, okay? When you're someone's plus one, it's go with the flow city, okay? They are in charge. It's follow the leader now. You can provide suggestions. I think a great plus one is providing options, suggestions, you know, things to help the ringleader. But at the end of the day, The main character makes the decisions and you follow what they land on or what they decide on. For example, you're going to a wedding. You're a hot guy's plus one. The wedding's in Nashville. He has never been before, but you've been before. And you have one extra day that you're there that you want to spend together. So in this case, and he doesn't know what to do. In this case, you could provide options. You could be like, oh my gosh, my friend said we should go to this museum or this store or this restaurant, but totally down for either. Like leave leave them to decide, but always be ready to provide options. Because me being the main character, when I have a plus one, sometimes I'm a little flustered. I don't know where to go. I don't know where to lead us. It's nice to have options because typically the plus one isn't going to provide an option they don't want to do. (laughs) So that's another thing that's important. The next thing you need to be aware of when you're a plus one is you need to be ready to gas them up when they need. You need to be a cheerleader. You need to be supportive. The house down boots. So let's say you're at a wedding with someone. They go off talking to their old college friend. Okay. You end up talking to the old college friend's girlfriend. They're vibing. You're vibing. When the girlfriend asks you, okay, so what's going on with this? Like, how'd you guys meet? Blah, blah, blah. You are only speaking highly of the main character, the person you're there with. You are not saying anything negative. You have to be supportive, the house down boots, gassing them up, being their cheerleader, supportive. You don't have to be like weird about it or too much, but it's positive vibes because You know what that girlfriend's going to do? She's going to go back to his best college friend. Tell him everything you just said. His best college friend is going to go back to your date and tell you everything. Or they're just going to give their opinion based on what their girlfriend said. So only supportive talk. Okay. No one's safe here. (laughs) Do not trust anyone. Every man for themselves. You have to be very supportive, very kind very uplifting, et cetera, which like no shit, but you wouldn't believe it. The times people are like complaining or annoyed or blah, blah, blah. Like being in this creator world, there's been times where I have had friends and they bring a plus one. They're complaining that it's not all about them and they want to do this. I'm like, bitch, you want to be here if it weren't for blah, blah, blah. Like know your role, know your place. You are follow the leader. You are not the main character. You are the side piece. So 
Rock being the side piece, you know? And then eventually they'll want you to be main character with them. This is probably one of the most important qualities or things a plus one should have, I think, is you need to be able to handle your own. You need to be supportive and there for them, but be able to walk around, work the room on your own, like not take the attention away from so-and-so, but you need to be able to handle your own when they're off doing A, B, and C. Because nothing is more annoying when I have someone, like let's say I take a guy to like a fun work event and I'm like trying to talk to a friend of mine or acquaintance of mine and they're like up in my grill, like wanting to be in the conversation. And it's really like a intense conversation with me and the other friend. In that case, the plus one needs to be self-aware enough to remove themselves and be willing to hold their own. So that would be a great time to go to the bar, get us another drink. That's another thing. If you're a plus one, never go to the bar and don't get your partner in crime for the night a drink always thinking of you know what do they need what your partner your partnership at this moment in time so just be considerate like just don't be rude but this would be the time where you would go and talk to the girlfriend you would go and make a new friend talk to the bartender etc you need to be able to handle your own and not feel like you're only relying on them to have fun because I know it's freaking annoying when I'm bringing someone somewhere and they're like two on my back. Like I want them to be able to have fun, do their own thing, and I can do my own thing. But at the end of the day, we are a dynamic duo for the night and we're having a great time. And honestly, I've had guys in real life that I've gone to things. They're like, I love that you just do your own thing or whatever because I'm not annoying. Like I'm, I realize, oh, you're catching up with someone. Like I'm not in this conversation and that's fine. I'm going to go do my own thing, meet a new friend, talk to someone else. I think that's really attractive when you can hold your own and not need so-and-so to like introduce you to everyone, keep you in conversation. Like they're not your babysitter. This is a partner in crime. This is not your babysitter. They're not your mommy. They're not your daddy. So um, that's, I would say, the most important thing about being plus one. The last thing that I think is almost as important as the being able to hold your own, this is probably as important or second important is you just need to be grateful that you're there happy to be there there's no better plus one than someone that's just happy to be there they're vibing and thriving no matter the circumstance again this isn't your event this isn't your time to shine you can shine subtly by being a plus one like don't get me wrong there's been times where I've been a plus one to things and I'm like I am working the room right now and they don't even know it. And that's great. You can totally do that. But you really do need to be grateful that you're there and just like take a seat and follow the leader. There's been times where I went out on a limb to get so-and-so invited or to make them feel comfortable or I paid extra money for so-and-so to come with me and I didn't feel like they were grateful or they were annoyed or I didn't feel like they were thankful to be there or whatever. And obviously the main thing you can do with this as a plus one is verbally tell them like, thank you so much for inviting me or thinking of me or whatever. But the other way is just by showing it. Show how grateful you are to be there. You can do this by a lot of simple ways. Showing up on time, getting that drink when they're busy doing et cetera, Having a great time just in general at the end of the night, thanking them, shooting them a text afterwards like that was so sweet of you to even think of me. I had the best time. Let me know if you want to run it back another time, etc. Most of the time when people invite me right after the bat, I'm like, wow, thank you so much for even thinking of me. Like I'm so excited. Even showing at the event, I'm so excited to be here right now or this is so cool. Like I'm so happy Verbally saying how excited you are makes the person that invited you so grateful that they chose you as a plus one. And it's the worst feeling in the world when you go out on a limb for someone to be there with you and you can just tell they're not enjoying it or they're having a bad attitude. And it just makes it icky and I never forget it. Anytime I've ever had a shitty plus one, I'm like, okay, never again. Those are the things I feel like we needed to discuss because we are entering wedding season. I know a lot of you dirty little forkers are going to be invited to weddings with hot men and or hot women, whatever your vibe is. I don't care. I just want you to be a good plus one (laughs) because we are great plus ones and we are a blast and we are the life of the party and we can handle our own. 
and we are grateful to be there and supportive. And that is the type of person a dirty forker is. And anyone that wants to invite a dirty forker to a wedding or an event or a work gala thing, I don't know, is lucky because we're great plus ones. So I just wanted to go over the rules because we're entering the summer event season. And yeah, even like when you're invited on a date, I think of similar energy, similar rules. It's not the exact same, but you're there with them. So let's do the partner in crime thing. You're not there alone. So let's like play the roles. And yeah, I was just thinking about it a lot because I feel like I'm going to a lot of weddings this year. And I've been thinking about who I want to invite. I'm kind of getting out of the era of me just inviting my girlfriends everywhere. I'm like, okay, like who's like an actual good guy I can bring because now they might, my parents might be at this wedding. Like I don't want it to be some idiot. (laughs) Um, I want them to be a good reflection of me, even if we're not dating. Like I still want it to be a great candidate. So I've been thinking a lot about who I would want to bring and like who I would even want to go with to a wedding if they were to invite me because sometimes there's things where I'm invited and I'm like, I don't want to go with you. Like that sounds fun, but I don't want to go with you. Um, Just because you're a good plus one doesn't mean you need to go to everything either. That's, That's the thing you need to remember as well. So yeah, keep me updated on if you guys have any weddings you're going to. I have so freaking many. I have one in Alabama. I have one in Nashville. I have one in Italy. I have one in Temecula. I have another one in LA. I have one in Indiana. I have one in Hilton Head next year. So many coming up. So I've just been thinking a lot about, okay, who am I going to bring? Because your girl has been getting plus ones out of the wazoo. And I'm like, oh, I need a good candidate. Like I need them to hold their own. I want them to be hot. I don't want them to be awkward. If we have to share a hotel room, I want it to be fun and flirty and not weird. I want them to smell good. Like it's just crazy. Like the amount of things I'm thinking of. And it's like so hard to find someone that would be good. I even have thought about like guy friends if I'm not romantically into them. Like I'm like, they still would be a great plus one because they can play the part. And yeah, I feel like that's how people fall in love anyway. They invite a friend. So I'm like, maybe that'll happen to me. I don't know. Probably not, but you never know. So yeah. Wrapping up this podcast, I want to talk a little bit about my summer bucket list. This is tentative. I really want to fine tune this, I guess. Maybe I'll do a YouTube video on my summer bucket list. I love that idea. But let's just get into it. This is what I have so far. Go to the pool more. Use my pool more. It's actually embarrassing how often I don't use it. It's so nice and it's easy to go to. And I love the vitamin D. Being in the pool is fun. I'm such a water baby. I'm a cancer baby. Go to the pool more. Similar to that, going to the beach more. I live in California. It's a 25 minute drive. It's not that deep. Just go to the beach more. Even the other day, I went spontaneously with Julia to the beach after we got Air One. And that just sounded so LA. I'm like cringing at myself, but it was so fun. We went to the beach just to eat the Erwan and we like had a little picnic and it was literally the best thing ever. I haven't laughed that hard in so long. We had the best time. So it doesn't have to be like an insane beach, like tanning oil day where you're laying laying out. Like I just want to go and hang out there in normal clothes as well. Getting more real sunshine and vitamin D, getting into the best shape of my life. Getting a boyfriend, maybe. Bucket list? I don't know. Go crazy. Playing more pickleball and tennis. Specifically pickleball, because I feel like I do play quite a bit of tennis. I haven't lately. But pickleball, need to play more. Oh, I want to go on a double date. I've actually never been on, like, a double date where I didn't, like, a first double date. I've obviously been on double dates with, like, boyfriends or guys I've been seeing with, like, our other friends. But I want to go on one where the guy, like, I've never met before and then my friend has never met the guy before. I think that would be fun. I just actually had a guy ask me on a pickleball date and he was like, you should bring a friend. I'll bring a friend as well. And I was like, this is so cute and fun. Um, Could be embarrassing because like, what if my guy's ugly and her guy's hot? But like, who cares? (laughs) Or vice versa. You know what? Whoever I end up bringing will be a good sport and we'll just have the best time regardless. So that's what's cool about double dates. Oh, I want to host a cornhole tournament. I'm kind of like, do I want to do that for my birthday? Because that could be fun and interesting. I don't know. Stay tuned on that. 
I want to go on more long runs in LA, specifically not downtown, because you can only run so far before you get into, I guess, a bad area downtown. So more long runs by the beach or in Beverly Hills, WeHo area, et cetera. Um, half marathon question mark? I have that on here. I don't know who I think I am, but whatever. I want to make, I just uploaded this video prepping for Coachella and it is the exact type of video I want my videos to look like in the future. Um, I definitely recommend watching it if you haven't. I wanted it to feel like watching an early 2000s, like 13 going on 30 Devil Wears Prada movie. And I really feel like I nailed it with the editing, the music, the way I filmed it, etc. So I want to make a lot more of those videos. I want to make more fashion videos specifically on TikTok. That's another thing I'm really trying to get into travel, go on holidays. I want to go to a wedding with a guy. I feel like typically I'm worried about who I'm going to bring as my plus one. I want someone to invite me as their plus one because like I said, I'm a great plus one. I just hope I like them. <laughs> Whoever invites me. Ooh, I would love to have like a creative craft day with my friends, like making, maybe we'll have like a camp day, like friendship bracelets, the whole nine yards. I want to have lots of cookouts, barbecues, um, people over my rooftop. I feel like I always talk about it and it never happens. So I just need to plan it. And yeah, I am really excited for the summer. I feel like it's going to be a great summer. I'm so excited about my Italy trip. And I'm just grateful to bring you guys along for the process. I will be documenting everything. So subscribe, comment down below what your summer bucket list things are because maybe you will inspire me to add to my bucket list and don't forget to subscribe to my vlog channel this youtube channel follow me on tiktok and instagram at tk's juicy polls and follow making moves pod on tiktok and instagram give us five stars love you guys so much and i will see you next week for another episode peace oh make someone's day this week <laughs> <laughs>